What's up, fellow human? Alexa Aram here with the Epic as Fuck podcast. The Epic as Fuck podcast is chats and banters with the world's movers, shakers, rule breakers, and makers doing being stuff that's just epic as fuck. Businesses, people overcoming shit, mental health, all of it. Because there's so much that's epic about people and about what they're doing and about what they're overcoming and I want to share it all. So I have been planning a legit podcast opening with like music. I had this whole dope ass epic insane really hype intro created with like one of my favorite logic songs and it was all perfectly timed and then I'm like fuck I need the rights to that song so I definitely can't use that opening and now that I've been waiting on a different different music to be created I'm like damn it I'm just sitting on this podcast I'm sitting on episodes I've already created and enough is enough Not to mention every fucking podcast that I listen to, I skip through the intro, I skip through the music, I skip through the fucking advertising. So I think this intro was more about my ego than anything else, seeing as though when I go listen to a podcast, and I know most other people do this, they just skip through the intro because they don't have time for that shit and they just want to get to the juicy parts and learn and get some information and tools. So Why the hell I thought I needed an intro is beyond me, but it was definitely my ego running the show there, so fuck the intro. So the episode number one that we're going to go into, let me just talk a little bit more about the Epic as Fuck podcast. The Epic as Fuck name is The Umbrella, and there's going to be different channels underneath. And one channel that I know that exists is the Conscious Couples Chronicles that is basically couples in relationships, all different kinds that are being epic as fuck and staying with one another and growing through some crazy trials and tribulations and working things out and digging and not being afraid to share this vulnerable stuff because after all we're all humans so I think it's really epic as fuck when two people come together or however many people are in the relationship and really just make it work for them keep diving in keep showing up for one another going deep you know refining communication skills and just overcoming things that you know many other people may run away from in a relationship so that's a little bit about the conscious couples chronicles channel of the epic as fuck podcast so i want to get into the first episode which has already been recorded it's with me and my partner dave it is very real raw and vulnerable about an experience we had with losing the sexual spark and we really wanted to share that because we know that is a challenge many people go through so without further ado episode one of the epic as fuck podcast epic as fuck podcast my name is alexa aram and i'm here with my partner david say hi david hi thank you for having me doko (laughs) we call each other david and doko anyway it's the first episode of the epic as fuck podcast the epic as fuck podcast is just discussions with people doing epic as fuck shit overcoming epic as fuck shit and just conversations about things that are epic as fuck 
So it's a wide open, it, you know, a lot of relationship stuff, health and wellness, business, philanthropy. But this is the first episode and we're finally getting it going. I'm really excited. We're going to talk to you about a recent experience that we've gone through as a couple that we know a lot of other couples go through. And it is often a make it or break it part of a relationship that we want to bring a more awareness to that it really doesn't need to break it. So the whole concept and what we're going to talk about is losing the sexual spark and how to get that back. And it is a very deep and dynamic process. It's a lot more than what meets the eye at the surface level. We've recently gone through an experience like in real time opening us up both to this process in a way we've never been experienced it before or experienced it before and we're really just excited and motivated to share it and talk about it so without further ado let's talk about what has happened recently so david you want to kind of get into the story yeah definitely and i think an important thing to bring up is is that when we're talking about losing a sexual spark um the most important thing to, to keep in mind that what happens a lot is when you start out in a relationship, there's a really strong spark. It's really exciting. It's new. Um, if we're talking about sex, like the sex is exciting. It's new. It's great. And then it's as time goes on, whether it's years, months, whatever it looks like for you, um, after you get through that honeymoon phase, there's usually a period of time where um, things just start to become routine and there's a way though that people don't realize that not only a way to keep that spark going but to actually build on that and make it better and better as time goes on so i think that's really important to bring up that we're not just trying to spark this up we're trying to we're trying to keep that spark strong but also build on it and make it stronger and stronger as the months and years go on right and and that doesn't come without you know, work. first a radical well, a work, radical commitment to one another and the relationship and a conscious, a level of like conscious awareness in the relationship that, you know, you may run it, you're going to run into challenges like this and that's not an indicator that you shouldn't be with this person. It's just an indicator that you're human and what happens is, you know, a year in, you know, that's typically when the honeymoon phase is over, people will break up at that phase because they don't know what to do next. They don't know how to like grow together. They don't know how to get that sexual attraction back and it's disheartening and they're like, all right, well, we'll break up. You might, you're probably not the right person for me. And then they go to the next one and, and then, you know, the sexual attraction is great for a year and then they run into the same issue. So it's just a pattern and you're going to have the same pattern with everyone you're with unless you are like, okay, how do I take this to the next level? How do I go deeper? into what this thing is it doesn't always mean you need to find a new partner so yeah this is just for people in you know committed relationships and you don't have to be in a monogamous relationship just committed to another person so yeah. and i and one thing i want to share too is like a lot of people um they might just think like oh this is how it is like a year two years into it it just becomes like i said routine that they just think that this is how it can be but they don't realize that it could be much, much better and growing every single month and year, like we're saying. So, I mean, there's a little quote from Tony Robbins that I want to share. And it says um, he's really big on like the masculine feminine energy side of things, like how that really creates a strong attraction um, with long term relationships. So um, he says what a what makes a relationship work is having things in common. 
Um, but what makes a relationship passionate is having things that are different. Um, and so mm-hmm. when he's saying things that are different, he's not talking about like different values um, or anything like that. He's actually talking about different energies. So when we're talking about energies here, there's the masculine energy and then there's the feminine energy. So when we're born, we're all born with a core of either masculine or feminine. Um, for me, I was born with the masculine core, but over time, well, we'll get into this more in a minute. Over time, I was really conditioned, um, whether that was through multiple different things in my life um, that we're not going to get into all the details, but I was really just conditioned to start pleasing people and be like a people pleaser. And that's more on the feminine side of things. So whenever I would get in a situation where I was either hurt or I would get like yelled at or whatever the case may be, I'd put on something called a mask and it would be a feminine mask and that would go over my masculine core. So at the core of my being, I'm masculine, but when shit happens and, and shit, shit's getting real, whether it's stress at work or stuff's going on in a relationship that triggers me or whatever the case, I put on that mask to defend myself because that's where I feel safe. And yeah. Yeah. And I just, and also like in the home with like, you know, the motherly aspect of like, that's where the feminine mask for a man can, or masculine person can get put on is when like, you got to people please your, like the, the, the female role in the household essentially, or the female, like, you know, person in the household. Yeah, exactly. And I think for you, it's like you can talk more on your experience, but mm-hmm. I think like you being born with a feminine core, but then having a certain type of upbringing where like yeah. you were the go-getter, like you were going hard in gymnastics, always being pushed and that push, 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 go, achieve, achieve. That's a masculine energy, right. which is great to have. And I think every everyone has both masculine and feminine. Which yeah, is and this doesn't mean say. good or bad either. Yeah. Um, it's, it's just the point is there's we both have that energy but there's polarity and um, we'll go back to what david was talking about might jump around a little whatever it's not perfect but like so polarity and energy polarity is opposites like opposites attract right think about a magnet there's the negative side and the positive side the negative side is the masculine side and the positive side is the feminine side and those are drawn to each other when you're sitting in your one person is in their feminine and the others in their masculine and then when the when the challenges arise in a relationship it's like having two masculine sides or two feminine sides and i'm not saying problems like that's where you can lose the polarity so polarity actually creates sexual tension and polarity comes from those opposing energies so now going back to what david was talking about where do those we can sit in our natural energy like david is at his core masculine i'm at my core feminine but you know not only the to go back to childhood where you first learned to put masks on for me yes I was you know my parents were you know I had to wake up you know go to school and this is a lot of people go to school come home do your homework go to gymnastics for five hours five hours come home do it again very masculine very go 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 I wasn't really like encouraged to do art and do that flow like the feminine is flowy and 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 has no end goal and it just is feeling and being and I was in my masculine energy as a kid go 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 to gymnastics and then on you know there's there's trauma that creates the mask right so being abused like whether it's emotionally or physically you know I experienced abuse growing up a lot of bullying that also creates a a situation where I put on my masculine mask to defend myself and to protect myself and to like I can get through this I 
well, bully, you know, you know, I stand up to the bully or I, you know, stand up to the person abusing me. So that's all masculine masks to protect yourself. We do this for such a long time. And then what happens in the relationship and David, I don't know if you want to take it from here on this, but what happens, you you start getting into an argument and David's really good at explaining this. We were just talking about it. So freaking fuck, bleh, so fucking interesting. But, you know, we start arguing about something or we get ah, uh, and then what happens? I get defensive and then I start putting on my masculine mask and then say I attack David, not attack, but like we're fighting and I come at David for something. He puts on his mask, his feminine mask. So now we're not being our, in our natural energies that create that polarity and goodbye spark, right? It's like the two same yeah. sides of the of the magnet. Um so yeah, so that's kind of where polarity comes from and where our energies are born and then how we learn to put on masks over our natural energies yeah. that creates problems. Yeah, and so what we want to go through here is we want to go through, first of all, go through our story um, and kind of show you an example of what it looks like because I feel like our story is pretty common of, of like what happens in our long-term relationship. And then we want to share like what you you guys can do to actually whether figure out what your core is at and what your mask looks like right now. So you could figure out, am I more masculine? Am I more feminine? Um, Cause a lot of the times, like I'll talk about this more in a second, but I, when our relationship started out, I was more on the feminine side of them than the masculine. And Alex was more on the masculine side than the feminine. That's why we attracted so well. Why? And then, yeah. And so Lex was very just like driven with her business. Just always just like really like, just like a forceful energy is the best way that I could put it. Um, but you and, were attracted to that too. Yeah, yeah. I was, like this, so this is where I want to just iterate. This isn't good and bad. Like, oh, it's bad. She was being in her mainly in her masculine. Like, it's just a <laughs> no, fact. No. It's just what it was, yeah, you know. And, and just like it wasn't bad that I was more on the feminine side. It was like I was learning. I was going through a process where I was... I was more in my feminine because I was unsure of where I was going. And when we say feminine and masculine, we're not talking literally like if if Lex is being masculine, that doesn't mean like she's like a man. Yeah. And if I say feminine, it doesn't mean like a woman. It's just a sort of energy and a state that you're in. So when I was saying like I was more on the feminine side of things, like I was going through a place like when you're going through a space where you're unsure of where you're going. Um, I was going through a, a like a part of my life like where I didn't, know what I don't want it to do with my career or work. I was kind of all up in the air. I didn't have any concrete routines or like big goals that I knew that I wanted to focus on. But what's really important here is is that as time went on, I've been developing very fast in in a sense of like personal development from like me not really knowing where I want to go and like all this and to all of a sudden like building over over the past six months to a year having all these big goals written down, like knowing exactly what I want out of my life, where I'm heading, um, having a career like where I'm really focused and I know where I want to be X amount of years from now. So I got really into my more masculine energy. And I'm right now I'm actually working with a coach to even get more and more into that. So as I'm building up this masculine energy, what we ended up seeing was Lex was still in her masculine energy mostly. And then I was building up to the masculine too. And we sort of had this clash where it was like we were both the same sexual polarity meaning we're both in a masculine state and when that happens there is no chance of of romance or sexual attraction because what ends up happening if there's two masculines or two feminines so two of the same energies um that spark isn't there anymore so yeah yeah so what were you gonna say no nothing it's just yeah just listening you know yeah yeah so i mean 
but the important thing here is like now we're teaching each other and we're as we're learning to to i'm i'm you're literally here to lex is here to fuel my masculine and i'm here to fuel her feminine and that's what we're learning now but before we got there hold on this so this went on for a couple for a while like where like i consider myself to be very sexually you know like sexually active whatever in the past like super sexual person then you start creating these stories in your head like and it was all about i was making it all about what is wrong with me like why can i get turned on like like what am i broken like these were this was months of time of me like what the fuck like why am i not getting turned on anymore like does he not turn me on anymore like is this over like like what is my problem like it was so many like questioning stories like just really disempowering and scary like thoughts and i'm sure david were you having similar thoughts like throughout the course of the few months because we we were going through so much and it was kind of like we both knew something was going on but i think i tried to fix it within myself first before bringing it to david and bringing it to the relationship because i was like well if i can like turn myself on or like figure out what the problem is then it'll just work one day but I think because it kept perpetuating and it kept happening finally like I think it was like two weeks ago we were in the kitchen things were going pretty well I feel like we were at a place in our lives in our business you know my business his job were like the seas were kind of calm and I was like all right I feel that there's a pro like a challenge here that we need to face we both have kind of been keeping it on the DL and I was like now's your chance and I felt that like thing inside me like saying like it's time to speak up about this and I almost pussied out but (laughs) I was like all right babe like I need to talk to you about something and you know then we talked about it in the kitchen and he he was like yeah I agree I've been feeling this too and instead of closing up to each other and being like oh my god this sucks like this is scary like or is it over oh my god like uh." it's like I forget what happened next but I think we both committed ourselves to learning like all right what can we do about this yeah and then we actually had some time apart that weekend David went home um i stayed in philly we live in philly um and yeah what happened that weekend for you yeah you did a fuck he he came back that sunday with like (laughs) it was actually awesome we were on this the hammock out in the park near our house and he was just spitting game about what he learned over the weekend and we'll get into like what he learned but that actually started turning me on so something shifted that weekend i was like oh my god he's stepping into this masculine like take action figure it out like not pussy out of it type thing and 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 when he came back to me with that energy of like oh my god i had all these breakthroughs i learned all these things like here's what's going on and he was educating me i was like damn i feel turned on what's going on like yeah exactly so i mean it's funny because all it really takes is like the the reason like that i think this is so important for people to know is because once you start educating yourself about this and start like just googling stuff and like reading up on it it's like it makes so much sense and you could actually see into other people's relationships you could see into relationships you've had in the past of what's worked what hasn't what what is like what is causing different things to happen in this, these different polarities and what what ended up happening is when once i got into that state where i was like learning and stuff and the most important thing is once you know then you could actually like i was saying you can know what fuels what i could do to fuel her feminine and what she could do to fuel my masculine what we could avoid for me to trigger her masculine for her to trigger my feminine side there's certain things that we can avoid um but we're going to get into all that of like the different triggers to avoid and what we can do to fuel but the important thing here is that i think a lot of people go through is 
is that like we were talking about earlier we kind of got a little sidetracked but like a lot of people when they get triggered they'll actually go and actually like say they're fighting you know what i mean lex like gets triggered by something in her business and Wait, then, let's use an example yeah from, so like, every day <laughs> yeah so, i mean lex is going through stuff with her business but she gets triggered by that and that kind of puts her into that masculine state where she just is like need to figure it out fix she's it like, oh my god pissed off like blah, blah, all this stuff is going on and then what ends up happening is that when she does that i get into a defensive state and and because i i it doesn't matter it like i know in my brain like she's not coming after me she's not attacking me but it's normal when people are triggered and they're mad and there's all this negative energy coming out to go your body goes and there creates tension and you go into a defensive state. And when you when you have tension, you're defensive. Um, we're unable to not only feel ourselves, but we're unable to feel our partner. So something really important to do, and this is what I'm working through with my coach right now, is um, this is so awesome because this is so eye-opening of how you could actually, instead of me feeding into it. So what I normally would do is I would try to coach her through that problem fix she was it. facing or, or fix her, quote unquote. And that's definitely not what you you want or need i'm sure so, so now we're getting into an action step you can take if your woman or your you know you know significant other yeah your woman is triggered so right like how to yeah. coach so, her into her feminine or how so to, it's what's it's not really there? coaching her so the whole point here is to to just basically be in your masculine and when you're in your masculine they could relax into their feminine state mm, okay. so and the thing with that is the thing that I'm saying in my head now is a mantra when something like this happens is I say, it's not my job to fix her. It's my job to love her. And that is masculine. Because when, when you're in your feminine, you're like in this state where you're defensive. You're like, oh, oh, like do this, babe. Like, don't worry. Like, and then you try to please. And that's being in your feminine state. Unhealthy feminine. Yeah. We should have we introduced that in the beginning, right? So we're making it sound like feminine is like unhealthy no, we people made, pleasing. I think we made that pretty so, clear. No, it's like there's healthy feminine and unhealthy masculine and, and healthy feminine and healthy masculine. And what you're trying to do here is to create more space to allow your partner to be in their healthy masculine or healthy feminine and not put the mask on of the unhealthy feminine or the unhealthy masculine when you're triggered, yeah. essentially. So, okay, yeah, so exactly right. So there is that that differentiator there. and And just like... I want to share these action steps with you because I think they're so valuable. So um, when she's, I call it when she's activated or triggered, um, that it's actually going to trigger my body. And like I said, again, that defensive state. So the best thing that you could do here. So here are, it's about four action steps that you can take. So when you're going through it with your partner, instead of reacting and actually making the problem worse, um, what you could do is, is the first thing you could do um, well, number one is if you walk in the room, sometimes you could feel that tension. If let's say Lex just went through this big thing with her company and she just pissed off and you could feel it, you could feel that negative energy. What you can do is, first of all, go into a separate room. If you don't have, you could still do this if you're in the middle of a conversation, not in a separate room. But what you would do is whether you're in a separate room or not, you're, you check in with your body. So you see where there's tension. So you kind of do, I don't know if, if any of you meditate or anything, but you could do something called a body scan. Um, that's basically when you just, if you're if you're in a separate room, you could close your eyes and really feel into your body and feel where you're holding tension, whether that's in your chest, in your stomach, in your throat. And then 
what you can do is really just kind of soften it up. So you could soften it up with your breath. You can do some movement of your body. And we're doing in these big deep breaths into your belly and sigh them out. Um, and just while you're doing that, just remind yourself that things are safe, that things are okay. So the thing is, like I keep saying, is even though you know that things are safe, it's good to remind yourself because your subconscious mind still takes it as a threat. Even even if it's not necessarily like she's going to hurt me or nothing, we know nothing bad is happening, but your body doesn't know the difference. There, You know there's that fight or flight mode. So it goes into the state of tension and it doesn't really understand what's going on. So you just want to relax your body, soften it, let it, let it know it's safe because when you're in touch with your body, that's when you could really start digging deep and actually helping her relax into her feminine because if you're both all tensed up, it's just going to be like a clash, you know what I mean? Just a battle. So, and then when you're doing that, um, step number three would to be to set a clear intention for your communication with your act, um, with your, with your interaction. So once you do all that softening up and you tell you, you know, it's a safe environment, um, you basically, what you can do is you want to set your intention. An example of one would be, um, set an intention to what I do is I set an intention to keep my heart open um, and to love her. So once you set that intention, that's really important because then you're going to go into that interaction with a set intention as opposed to just like kind of like going off the whim or try to coach her or something. Um, and then the last step would be um, really feel like feel into your body, feel into your gut. Like what does the situation need? Um, so what does she need is a better question. So if or, or if you're a female, what does he need? Um, so something cool you could do is you could even just ask straight up, like, like, hey, like, what can I do to best support you in this? Yeah, instead of, oh, my God, like, like, because what will happen is because we both love business and we're both, our brains are always going a mile a minute, like, about business and growth and investing and all these things. He's like, we should do this and then you got to do this. And then, mm. and then I'm already in a, like, in a wound up state. Like, what I do not need at that moment is to be wound up more with, this is the next steps. This is like, yeah. it's like, so yesterday I came home in that state, but I wasn't in a negative state. I was just, I think I was just wound up like in a good way, but he was already relaxing. And it, sometimes I can get him pumped up when maybe it's not the like healthiest thing to do. So I saw a little shift in him yesterday when I came home, I sat on the couch and I was going off and, and, um, he just like kind of grabbed my foot and looked at me in the eye and just started rubbing my feet and I was in all, and it just immediately started like relaxing me. And he, he never really used to do that much. He would maybe start coaching or like, yeah, I got to do this. and like get into the, we're both in that masculine and like, and then he just grabbed my feet and it just started like relaxing me and allowing me to like soften and be like, oh, this is nice. This is different. I can relax now. It's safe to chill. Yeah. Um, and it could even be like a hug. Like if you're like, like, hey, like, what do you need? Like, maybe you just need a hug. Maybe you need space and you need to go on a walk or I need to go on a walk and well, just clear your mind. I have a question. So you were just talking about this whole like kind of process that you can do when your partner is fired up so that you don't yeah. fire them. But what if you don't like when I've come home and I've been triggered or this and that, like you don't always just be like, oh, I got to leave. Hold on. Excuse myself and go yeah. to the next room. Like you don't ever actually go into another room. Exactly. So what do you do in like real time? Yeah, no. So that's a great question. So the whole point here is this is this these steps that I just gave you, they need to be practiced. So there's going to be a point where like, it's just like anything else. You're just you, you're not great at swimming when you first jump in the pool, you got to learn, you know what I mean? So it's the same thing as 
like for instance like you got to take the steps like it can happen in an interaction you don't need to leave a room you could get so good that you could actually like literally coach someone down from their masculine into their feminine or or coach them down to whatever state they're in to kind of just be calm um and that's when you start getting really good so the the thing with that is is that um I think I, I felt I you say. do that yesterday. Yeah. Like you probably instead of because I saw you become more present as I was still wound up, yes. and you didn't so, and you didn't need to jump in and speak. So I imagine in that moment you were kind of scanning your body, like, okay, what do, what does she need? And then you just grab my foot. Yeah. Like it can happen quickly. Exactly. You don't so have the, to leave the, the room and do a whole meditation. Thing, exactly. The most important thing is to just when you're triggered, check in with yourself and see where that tension is being held, and remember to breathe. Like that's the most important thing. Like if you if you don't remember to breathe deep into your belly and like feel feel that breath and soften up that tension, like I was saying, um, there's no way that you're going to be able to calm yourself down. And if you can't calm yourself down, you can't get into that state where you can coach that person down or talk them down into that more feminine state or wherever you're trying to 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 coach them into. So the most important thing is to check in with yourself, feel where there's tension, and do that breath. So it's like. I asked, actually asked my coach, I was like, well, what if I'm with my boss and something comes up and it's like, some, he says something that triggers me. It's like the best thing that I could do, like you said, is, is get into that breath and then don't like attack and feed into it. You know what I mean? And it's like, calm, just calm yourself down. But the whole point here is to just practice it to a point where you'll know when you're triggered and when you're feeling defensive, when you're feeling that, that feeling of scared or tension or whatever that you could check in with yourself and really talk yourself down and calm yourself down um, so you could be in that better state to really help the situation instead of feed into it. Yeah. You know, so it's just practice is what it comes down to. So is it the same for women? Like if their man is triggered or angry or upset and pissed, like I know sometimes I do the same thing. Oh, yeah. I can try to coach you and like try to help you too much and like that just winds everyone up. And it's like, what does a woman do? A female or, you know, someone, yeah. I, you know, identifying, I guess, in that way. Like, what do they do for their man yeah. Um, to like allow them to relax into their masculine and yeah. like calm down so and stuff. so that's a good question so i'm going to answer that in a second but one more thing i want to say that's important for the females is to get them into their feminine is all they really want to do or all you really want to do for your your girl or your girlfriend or your partner is to make sure that they feel um seen heard and felt so those are the three most important things for the feminine they want to feel seen they want to feel heard and they also want to feel felt like, yes, babe, like I really feel what you're going through right Versus, now. Versus, like, oh, why don't you do this? Do that, yeah. do that. Fixing and doing and coaching is almost adding a, is is going on top of what they're feeling and it doesn't allow them to flower and open up and express. Yes. It, it, it shuts them down because now they have to stop talking and they have to listen and then they're like, oh, well, I haven't really even expressed myself. Yeah, exactly. And, and the whole thing here is like, what you're doing in any situation, whether it's a guy or a girl, I know you just asked about a guy, what you're doing, all these steps that I give you is you're, all you're doing is getting in a relaxed state and inviting them into that relaxed state. And that allows the person to just relax into their natural yes. state. Yes. So it's kind of the same process for exactly. a female. Exactly. It's, it's the same for, process. For either person. Yeah. Because like, think about it, if my, if Dave's wound up and I start coaching him, 
well, now I'm trying to fix him, which puts him into his feminine because now he's listening to me. Right. And he's like, oh, what the fuck? You know, okay, you're trying to fix me. Okay, let me put on my protective mask because no one really wants to be fixed. You can, so I'm not, so just to bring this up, it's like, it's important to know, like, you can do the coaching and do the, you know, quote unquote fixing later. Like once things have calmed down and everyone's in their natural state, it's like, okay, now let's brainstorm about how to like... you want that sometimes. Like when you're pissed off, that's why it's it's good to ask because sometimes you might actually want that. I want your opinion. I want you to tell me how to handle this. Like So that's why it's good to ask. But the, the thing with that is like, we already said the feminine, they want to be seen, heard, and felt. Right. But with the masculine and to get them back into that natural masculine state... They really, what, what the masculine really thrives off of is feeling appreciated. Mm. Um, so they, they need to feel appreciated. They need to feel admired. They really like to be admired and praised. Mm. So um, so an example of how, like, say you come home and you're, ups- like, pissed off about, like, you didn't get a sale. or like, I'm trying to think yeah. of, like, a legit. Yeah, no, like, Because like, you come I, home, you're wound up because maybe you got in an argument with your boss. And you're like explaining it to me and I could be like, I acknowledge, like, I thank you. Like, you're awesome for working so hard. Like, you're doing so great at sales. Like, I've seen how much progress you've had. And I hear you that this is like frustrating. Like, is that how I would That's exactly it. Like, like, like. Because now I'm acknowledging him and like like, what he's doing. Don't worry about like this. Like, you're doing amazing. You're, you're having such a good month and you're really like progressing every day like that kind of stuff to really it's it almost sounds like you're feeding their ego but you're really not because what you're doing is you're fueling the masculine you know what i mean and letting them settle back into their natural core as opposed to like there's you, what you should say. do about this yeah. or something because no one likes to be really coached unless they're open to it well that goes back to your point about just like you the, the like the woman or the man whatever whoever they may want coaching but the fact that you ask and then they request it allows them to be seen and heard like a female yep. if i'm like i actually want you to like coach me right now i want feedback i want your help i want to fix this right now mm-hmm. okay now i'm being seen and heard because i'm letting him know that's what i want not he just steps into that role without me asking and then i get defensive because yeah. i'm the type of person like unless i i you know i'm unless i request something from you like i don't like to be told what to do like yeah. i you know i just don't like that i don't no, no i don't think anyone really likes that yeah, no and likes that. and although i appreciate him and what he's trying to do we're not always conscious we we fall into patterns we you know our energies are what they are it's like you can't always be like when you're triggered oh this person means well and then now you're talking yourself through that part of it it's like just the simple fact of asking they may want that coaching and that like i said allows both allows you to be seen and heard so it's just the way you're going about your communication essentially yeah you know that's exactly right and and even like you're saying with the triggers it's like i think there's just talking about what a trigger actually is i think it can be exponentially important to actually dig into why like if if you get triggered by something whether you're getting triggered by your business or i'm getting triggered by something you say or do and how mm. you react mm. it's important for both of us to dig into those triggers because there's three three ways that you get triggered and three reasons why but like i said it's important to journal about it and figure out what the first one is is if you're triggered so you're either either you are you are doing that behavior so for instance like like what i'm trying to say is like either you're doing that particular behavior that's triggering you or 
like you've done it in the past, but you well, haven't made peace with it. I don't want to like, do you think this is directly proportionate to what we're talking about? Just because I don't want to overwhelm anyone with too much information. Like I feel like what we yeah. said is a good place to start. And I feel like journaling about triggers is like a whole nother conversation. Yeah. You know? And, and that's like, that's more of the advanced route because then once you figure out what your triggers are and you work through them and you make peace with them or whatever the case is, mm. then this will happen less. You know what I mean? So yeah. like that's that's but that's yeah i guess that's a totally separate yeah we can go into another maybe do another episode on that but i want to talk about next like so we've talked about like the fact that you know a lot of couples lose sexual attraction they think that that's a problem they think there's something wrong with them but really it's just the process of being in a relationship and then you know the fact that polarity comes from sexual or sexual tension comes from polarity polarity is opposing energies and then we went so through polarity is not opposing energy. polarity like sexual polarity is that energy so if you have you could have opposing sexual polarities so the polarity creates sexual tension what do you mean like ops like the whole like when you're around men and you come home and you're hyped up from that and I'm around women and I come oh, I home and I'm softened saying, yeah. from that, okay. that's polarity. We're not the I same. We're not saying, both yeah. in the Sorry, masculine. I misunderstood. Yeah. yeah. So, and then we talked about like an example of how you can help your wo- woman or man relax back into their natural essence so that, yeah. you know, instead of fixing one another and all that stuff. Now I want to ask, how can, I'll start with you. Mm-hmm. How can a man step more into their masculine and take off the mask? Not just in this situation with their partner, but like outside of the relationship, what are actions that men can take to facilitate more of that masculine energy showing up, the healthy masculine? Yeah. So it's important to understand like what the masculine energy even is. So before we get into that, it's like the masculine energy is it's basically really just a focused energy and like a really strong like passionate like this is my path like i'm gonna go 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 and achieve my way here you know what i mean so it's very like dominant very like like strong um and so different things that you can do to get into that state is there's a i mean there's a number of things that you could do like one of them is you could go hang around masculine men you know what i mean and get that testosterone up you could do things like that you can for instance, just work on your where you're at in your life and really work on your own development, like developing yourself personally. Um, Can I interject like, real quick? Sure. Um, on what you said, hang around masculine men. Just to dive into that very briefly, take for men, I think, and take stock of your friends because just because they're a man doesn't mean they're feeding your healthy masculine. Like if your friends, bully, you know, do that passive aggressive bullying or like, like, there's a such, you know, there's a healthy masculine and there's the unhealthy masculine. If you're around unhealthy masculine, it's going to put you in a defensive mode, which may promote your unhealthy masculine, masculine, or you putting on a feminine mask. So like a real life example of this, David, can you try and like, what, like, like I, like just because you're around men doesn't mean it's promoting healthy masculine. Right. So you have to take, like I said, take stock of who you're around. Because yeah. if like bullying 
like and I'm not talking about bullying like we experienced in elementary school like David's gone through recently a real life experience of like just men his age like acting like bullies but they think that it's cool right but like that but that promotes an unhealthy like I'm gonna put my feminine mask on right so just take stock of like who you're hanging around with so it's important like that's that is super important because if you're hanging out like you said with people who actually trigger your feminine mask um you're obviously not going to be more in your masculine state so it's important to be around men who are really driven focused successful just just not hating on you not fucking bullying you like yeah so so i mean that's really important to if you want to be masculine hang around other masculine men who are like i said are really driven successful focused just good people um but yeah, so that's really important. And then getting into like what you can do like outside of other relationships and just with yourself, like what's what's the most important thing I think is to know your path in life of what you want to achieve and where you want to go. So um, there's different things you would do. Like for instance, like I write my goals down every morning and I read them and I actually read them like a story, like I already achieved them. So every single morning I come down here, I, I have my morning routine where I write my gratitude I meditate and then I do my um my journaling. Um, I'm sorry, not journaling, my goals. And I kind of walk around and recite those goals and I do that on a daily basis. So doing that, you become more and more strong and like focused on where you're headed in your life. And that's really what the masculine energy is all about. It's a focused energy that's strong, passionate and driven, headed towards these goals and you know what you want out of life. Um, so a really important thing that you could do is just write down what you want in the short term, what you're looking to achieve in the long term, and get really clear on that. So just getting clarity around those goals is going to really help you step into that masculine because then you'll have action steps that you could take to achieve those goals. And that leads into being even more masculine because you're taking action. So it all really feeds off of one another. So there's lots of things you could do. It's like just other than that, like working out. You know what I mean? Going to the gym, hitting the gym and like getting testosterone going. So like moving your body and actually like releasing testosterone and putting that in in a gym is important. Just having some sort of activity. Um, But the most important things, like I said, is surrounding yourself with with masculine men, driven men, um, making sure that you're clear on your life and where you're going with your goals and you're super focused and driven and passionate. And then also hitting the gym getting swole and as a woman do you mind if i like bring something like be sure. super honest so like something that is a turn off like like so as a woman just for men taking care of your health like seeing you take care of your health and like take it seriously is such a turn on and like not having to like so in the past i've I, i've been like david did you like make your physical appointment and then i realized that was like turning me off like having to even ask because i want him to just handle it right like and he has i'm not you know that's not the point here but like seeing a man like really care for his health like eat healthy like take care of his body like make sure he's going to the doctor and like not putting things like that off is also like a turn on and it helps i'm assuming a man step into their masculine because they're taking care of themselves and they're not letting themselves go you know well think about it if you have to tell me to go to the gym every day i'm like his mother at that that, point yeah exactly so so it's basically like it comes down to like i understand the aspect of health but it's like basically just taking charge 
is what the mask is. Whether that's in your that's, health, yeah, it's in a your turn relationship, on for me to see you take in your in your career, in any aspect of your life, just taking charge and getting mm-hmm. shit done. Yeah, that's just being in your masculine instead mm-hmm. of like sitting around watching TV, eating cake all day. Right, that would not be. But yeah, so. Cool. And then, yeah, you could talk about the, well, the feminine. Yeah, the feminine. I mean, of course, a lot of the things still apply. Like, we all need to take care of our health and eat healthy and go to the gym and move and stuff. But in the context of what can a, you know, a female or a woman do to step more into their feminine, especially as, like, for me, like, I have, I live mostly in my masculine. Like, I own a business. I need to, like, and I'm, and I'm doing my best to facilitate more of that feminine energy ha- with how I run my business, but I'm still unwinding a lot of conditioning, you know, with being in the go, 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 achieve, 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 like move quick and, and just, I'm an entrepreneur and that's kind of naturally my energy and that won't ever go away. But, you know, if you are someone that's an achiever, high achiever, go getting in that masculine energy, something that a couple things that are really important for us. And I noticed that the sexual polarity kind of drops off when I'm not doing these things is creating for the sake of it. Like not having a fucking like I need to make money because I'm going to do this thing and I'm going to make money from it. Or, I'm, you know, so basically like fucking coloring a coloring book, like coloring a mandala, like going to an art, um, you know, going to an art event where you're just painting with a friend, like connecting with another female um what else oh I've been you know working with plants recently just to put my hand in the soil and like feel the soil and there's no end goal there I don't need to make money off of it you know um so that's a big one is just doing creative things for the sake of doing it and being in the flow and another one is really important and I notice (laughs) I'm really affected if I'm not doing this is hanging out with other women getting into you know a group with other women creating a group like I've recently created a a female founders group um so, so when I when I'm hanging around them and I come home to David I'm like oh my man you know I feel more turned on and so getting around other women that have you know estrogen so you can get your estrogen levels up because it plays off of one another so those are two really important things like so I think those are two really good places to start. And then just working on your being, like just remembering that you don't need to achieve, achieve, achieve all the time and allowing yourself to like unwind and relax and be flowy and move mm-hmm. and create for the sake of it. And A lot of it's self-care too. Self-care. You know I mean? Self-care. Yeah. I mean, it's obviously important. But the thing is, is it's like self-care is getting more into your feminine because you're being more like, like you said, just in your flow and that like state that you're in where you're just more feminine. But it's actually important to to say like even if you're mo- a masculine at your core it's obviously still good to do self-care because we mm-hmm. both there's that balance you yeah. know what i mean um but yeah, yeah sorry i just jumped no right that's there. fine um i think those are just really good places to start um i think the one last thing that we could talk about or or if unless there's something else you want to no, mention I mean, but, those are the main but i wanted to also talk about like what actually are triggers that can demasculate a man or actually oh that's really important yeah. demasculation so, and emasculation so, yeah so you you could talk about the the feminine side of things but what i mean for for masculinity um like i said lex is trying to f- the whole point here is she's trying to fuel my masculinity so but there are things that she can do 
that I've gotten better at pointing out because yeah. now we know. Oh my god! Okay, it's and, so important. Point things out to your partner when something makes you want to shut down. Yep. Right. Exactly. Like, don't be scared to speak up. Like when you feel your body closing off after something they said, be like, "Hey, babe," or "Hey, Dave." Hey, partner. Like what you just said or how you said it caused yeah. me to shut down pull away from you because we don't know until someone tells us like and most people they want to like know and help and, and work on themselves and, and become better so like do not be scared to speak up to your partner and this is for people like i said that are co- in a committed relationship that are willing to go deep and willing to get past their ego because you know i'm not gonna when david says lex the way you said that um it really you know that was the mat like he said it at lunch today we went out to lunch got some margaritas mm-hmm. and to Elvez in Philly and he was like that was emasculating I'm like oh shit I'm sorry like yeah. I didn't realize that like instead of oh well fuck you like um just, well, yeah. that's how I say shit you know like my ego getting in the way and then that shuts him down even more so I'm open to hearing when I'm emasculating him because fuck I don't want to do that yeah exactly and the whole point is to know because then you could obviously point it out so I mean the three biggest things for that can emasculate um is emasculating is actually um when like say they make you feel criticized um or they make you feel controlled or the third one is they they make you feel um closed off to or they're feeling closed off to so like for instance if lex were to criticize me or say something that makes me feel like what's an example like um, recently or something yeah so i mean i could talk about it at lunch so what yeah. what ended up happening was lately we've been getting out of our comfort zone a lot and doing mm-hmm. a lot of cool different things and Lex, we, what, like Lex, a tantra workshop <laughs> yeah um what did we do this morning oh we, we volunteered volunteered so and then lex is like well i signed us up for these two things like why don't you step up and do it and like basically like, oh basically i was like i signed us up for all basically, the things like, and what bas- are you gonna do to sign us up for something yeah <laughs> like basically like belittled me and criticized me like you're not doing enough like i'm doing yeah. it all like that's her basically stepping into her masculine saying I'm doing it all. I'm taking care of everything. Like, when are you going to sign us up for something? Just the way that it was said and the way that it was communicated was very emasculating. Mm-hmm. So I felt that instantly. And I was like, hey, like, I don't like this is how it makes me feel, blah, blah, blah. But yeah. the whole point is to communicate that. And I don't think she meant to do it, but it just becomes like almost unconscious sometimes. Yeah. You know what I mean? So and, it's like, yeah. And well, and just to like take that a step further, a a, a, a better more healthier way of me communicating that would have been like you know when we're present with each other hey babe i would love it if you took the reins on scheduling the next few things that we do to get us out of our comfort zones i want to see what you can create yeah. for us not like well i did you know i signed and up even for these even two, better and than that even better than that would have been to say like hey like i really appreciate you like coming out and doing this volunteering like i'm so proud of you that was awesome yeah that is gonna make me want to do it without you even having to ask okay so that's literally taking it a step further because um for for that like the masculine energy like we said it literally feeds off of appreciation like that Mm. literally fuels it so if you're like told me how much you're like appreciated me coming out and doing that and like stepping up and like just helping out the homeless and all the stuff that we did so it was like it was awesome and it's like coming from that as opposed to how you came out of like belittling mm. kind of way it was like literally like that's night and day you know what i mean so it's like if there's there's a way to actually communicate where you can fuel that masculinity mm. you know what i mean and it's like no matter how she feels about it in her head no matter how you felt about if you wanted me to sign us up for more different stuff or not 
if you communicated that in a way that fueled my masculinity, you'd be like, hey, I want to do more of this. Mm. This feels really good. Like Lex is communicating to me, like I feel really good the way we're talking. Like I want to do more of this as opposed to like, oh, well now I don't want to do it anymore. Because it's like now it's made me feel like shit. You know what I mean? So it's like um, there's a certain way that you could, it's almost like, it's like such a good tool to use not only you helping that other person Mm. but you're also getting kind of what you want in a way so it's almost like you're selling them on something it's like it's like it's two-folded you make them feel good and you get it's a win-win it's a win-win looking for it's a win-win exactly yeah which is what everyone wants in everything in in our relationships especially instead of well you're not giving me this and that's like and let's fight about it but then as david and i were talking about today when that starts happening, the man and this we might I, I said we were gonna do a whole different um episode on this and I think we will, but when you start fighting and then the man pulls away, well now the dude want your man's gonna wanna pull away from you even more and then you're gonna wanna come at him more to fix yeah. him and be like, Well, why are you doing this thing? And then they pull away more. So that's what letting them know that communicating in that way is pushing them away or making them feel like shit so that you and don't do it. That can literally destroy a relationship. Well, that's too. what happens yeah. in most relationships is it's just unhealthy. We don't know how to communicate unless we seek out the right ways and healthy ways to communicate. Like, we were never taught this. We probably saw our parents just fight and then, you know... Uh, yeah, that your parents fight and then the the dad is beat into submission by the mom and, uh, you know, it yeah, whatever. We don't have to go into that yeah. whole thing. But, you know, it's just healthy communication, which fosters more uh, natural ways yeah. of expressing oneself in the relationship. Yep. But... And for the feminine side of things, it's like, for, you know, we already said for the masculine, like, feeling criticized, like, feel like all those different types of things, like, makes them feel worse and actually puts on their feminine mask but for the feminine it's it's really like it ultimately comes down to like if you really tell them what to do if you feel like you're coaching them or fixing them that is literally having the opposite of them being in their flow Mm. you know what i mean so think about that when a woman is in her feminine essence she is in her flow she's feeling good she's being creative like if 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 you go in and like with that hardcore masculine like let's like attack this like let's you got to do this you got to do that and like you come in with this like do 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 don't expect your woman to flower into more of her feminine which is what you are attracted to yeah exactly you know like expect them to harden up become more masculine which is what you're coaching them into essentially but don't get mad at them when they're not soft in it (laughs) no i'm just kidding but don't so now you can understand why they're not becoming more of what you're attracted to it's because of how you're being towards yeah, them exactly. so in order like it's not just our personal responsibility to become more of what our partner is attracted to i'm responsible being in a partnership with david i'm responsible for understanding how he can become more of his natural masculine self which yeah. i am attracted to yep. right so it's a mutual responsibility he's responsible for knowing what relaxes me and puts me at ease which allows me to soften more into my feminine which is what he is attracted to yeah. so we're both responsible for that it's not just like oh well your pussy's broken so <laughs> go fix it <laughs> and you know you're not turning me on so i need a new man you know what i mean like that is a selfish way to go about it so this is just a new way to 
Not new. I'm sure millions of other people do this, but it's not new. It's, it's not new. Unknown. It's just not publicly like discussed because it isn't as mo- most well known. So it's like it's a whole new level of responsibility for what you want because you're taking responsibility for how you're treating and being with your partner. You know, yeah. it's just cool. It's really cool. It's a game changer. This is the first relationship that I've been in where I'm able to be in this conscious environment where we're both willing to dig and look at ourselves and figure this shit out. You know, all the past relationships, and I'm sure most everyone can relate to listening to this, is like you hit a you hit a ceiling and the person runs one one run run one person runs away. The other one's like coming at them because now they're scared they're gonna leave, and then it's just all unhealthy. And then you yeah. push them away, and then you pull away, and then it's a game, and and then you're like, well, what the fuck? You know what? This is just done. Like I need to go find someone else. And then for a year or six months, it's like fuck yeah, I'm so turned on by this person. It's so hot, and then the dust settles just like any other time, and here we are with the same challenges. And it's like, all right. The thing about this is if you grow through it and you go through this together, you actually like get more and more turned on by your partner. So it's like, like I said, when David came home that weekend after we first started talking about this and I saw him that he went home and learned about it and he was teaching me about it. I was like, oh shit, I already feel a shift. And we had pretty good (laughs) sex that night. (laughs) Does that make you feel weird, babe? No. (laughs) No. But, um, But yeah, this shift happens like, instantly so it's like you don't have to wait months for like all this work to happen and then you're like oh i finally feel like attracted to you again it's like it can happen in a freaking instant so just because thing, you're working yeah, through it it can literally like, happen like this can be built up for 20 years but it can literally be a shift, shift in, in a, a second mm-hmm. literally a second so that's why it's so important to learn about it and educate yourselves because then that shift can happen as soon as you both realize it both the partners realize what's going on and then they could have that shift right away because they're like, okay, this is what's going on. This, this is how we can change it. save some marriages, I think. A lot, yeah. And relationships, you know. And that's the thing. Like this, I so, mean, yeah. the, it's, it happens often, I feel like. But there's relationships where people are great and they're growing every month yeah. and year. So we keep that up. But it's like this, I feel like, happens more often than not, especially in long-term relationships. Yeah. Whether it's a year down the road or 10 years down the road, um, yeah. something usually happens where it's like, okay, just they're at a point where that either that spark's not there or they're not growing and there's nothing to build off of. So I think it's it's something that everyone should learn. And it's, you know what I mean? it can be confronting to look at these challenges in the face, but just know that you're not alone in it. I'm pretty sure every single relationship goes through this. Um whether they surpass it or go or, or, or not they accept it and that's or that's that yeah solves, or yeah. you settle and you're like oh this is just the norm like this is just normal it's like, this no it's no, not it's it not can normal. get better yeah. every week every month it's like if you keep working on yourself though that's the important and working thing. on the relationship and and like and you learning. said and are responsible for feeding into that other person's energy yeah in the right way so it's either you know you retreat or and you and you dip out or you accept it and you settle or you just avoid it at all costs you know or you do the work and i can promise you that doing the work letting your ego go and realizing you're just two humans in this dance together and there's millions others in the dance too how are you going to show up are you just going to like learn and be like all right i'm gonna let my ego go i'm not going to get defensive i'm not going to take this too personally like let me learn and that's where the growth is and it's worth it it will bring you closer and turn you on more so i think on that note that is that's where we're gonna wrap so yeah it was powerful (laughs) how do you feel i feel great i mean i'm excited that other people actually can 
kind of like now go learn more and understand like hey like this is actually normal like this happens more often than not and it's like that they don't have to feel alone or something's wrong with them or wrong with their relationship that this this is normal and it can be fixed in an instant well i don't want to say the word fixed i don't like the word fixed it or, can be worked through and overcome yeah i hate the word fixed sometimes can you just share um before we go that tony robbins link like where they can find so tony robbins has a really good information on this and um why don't you just put it in the podcast i will link. but just share it now that we're on here i'll put it we'll put it in the podcast like description okay but just what is it if they google it yes. or something or... so so if you just literally you could google um tony robbins uh masculine and feminine it's i think it's the first one but the actual url is tonyrobbins.com slash ask dash tony slash polarity oh okay that's easy so but um she'll put the link in yeah the, we'll put the link in there. in there but um so if you know anyone that's struggling in their relationship or you just want to like give your friends this inform like valuable and insightful information like please share pass it on we want more healthy relationships and more yeah. lit up turned on fired up people in the relationship so please share we really appreciate it thank you so much for listening to the first episode of the epic is a fuck mm. podcast and if you're someone else hey. that's working through their sexual polarity and sexual attraction challenges and deepening with their partner then you're epic as fuck and we are with you thank you so much see you next time thanks Lex. thanks david <laughs>